Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studio here at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. We've been studying through the book of Hebrews as of late, and today we'll finish out Hebrews chapter number 12, and that will leave us left 13. That'll be it, and then we'll be through the book of Hebrews. I so have enjoyed studying through Hebrews together. I tell you, just take your Bible... You just go through it verse by verse, read these verses, then explain it, get the context. I tell you, God will just use it. It'll help you strengthen your walk with Him. You'll grow. Your faith will get stronger. And I've enjoyed doing this with you. Thank you for tuning in and making our broadcast a part of your day. And I want to encourage you, if you don't already, listen to this via podcast as well. You can go back and listen to archived broadcast and up through the current and listen to them at your leisure and listen to them whenever you want to, wherever you want to. And uh, many people will talk to me as I travel and things and say, Brother Cooper, we listen to the podcast. And I, I say, thank you for that. I appreciate that because sometimes I understand you can't catch us live and you can't catch us even on the recorded stations around the country that we're on at the different appointed times. But if you download uh, just the podcast wherever you get your podcast. You can listen whenever you'd like. So go ahead and do that if you would, and we'll pray God will use that. Let's look together at Hebrews 12, the last several verses. We're going to begin here in verse number 20, uh, verse number 25. Now, the writer has just laid out that we in the New Testament run a race, but our race is different than the Old Testament race. We're not running as the Jew did toward Mount Sinai. We are running toward, if you will, Mount Zion. Now, he is writing to Hebrew people who've been converted. So he uses a lot of Jewish terminology. That term Mount Zion uh, makes us think of Jerusalem. He's talking about a heavenly Mount Zion. He's talking about heaven. He's talking about he mentions the uh, uh, the assembly there, the church of the firstborn, and Jesus, our mediator, waiting there with that blood of sprinkling. We're running toward a heavenly finish line. We're racing toward Jesus. That's why we don't want to quit. <clears throat> That's why we don't want to waver. That's why we don't want to get knocked off track, because we are running uh, toward the Lord. So we want to keep pressing on and running the race that has been set before us. We're running toward a heavenly country. We're running toward a heavenly city. We're running toward our heavenly Christ. And thank God when we finish, we'll get a heavenly crown and we'll throw it back at his feet. Now, in verse 25, a warning is given. And then the writer begins to get his reader to look ahead. Now, Hebrews, much of it, it's written with that Jewish context, and so much of this will have uh, direct relation to the tribulation period and the coming millennial kingdom. These verses are some of those. Look at verse 25. See that you refuse not him that speaketh. For if they escape not who refused him that spake on earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven. All right, so this warning is given now, and it's being laid out. The warning is given. Don't ignore the voice of the blood of Christ, which speaketh better things than that of Abel. The writer's reminding his readers there are various people 
In the Old Testament, you study it and find it. They ignored Moses. They ignored Mount Sinai, if you will, and they were dealt with. How much more shall we not escape? That reminds us of Hebrews, what is it, chapter 2? How much, uh, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? How are we going to escape if we neglect the blood of Christ, what it's been speaking to us, the admonishment of the Lord? How are we going to escape if we turn away from him that speaketh in heaven? Don't turn away from the living Christ, all right? When God spoke from Sinai, the earth shook it quaked it's a fearful thing a trembling thing but how sore the judgment and the punishment and the wrath of those who ignore the blood for those who ignore christ for those who uh, turn aside if you will all right verse 26 the bible says whose voice then shook the earth but now he hath promised saying yet once more i shake not the earth only but also heaven and this word yet once more signifieth the removing of those things that are shaken, as of things that are made, that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. When God spoke from Sinai, the earth shook. Now the writer of Hebrews, whether it be Paul or someone else, is quoting from Haggai chapter 2 and verse number 6. We have tribulation context, kingdom context. Not only will earth be shaken, but the heavens themselves and the day of God's wrath will be shaken. There's references to that sprinkled throughout your Old Testament. You can go to Isaiah 13, 13. We can go to Joel 3, 16. You can go to the New Testament, Matthew 24, <clears throat> verse 29. Look at Luke 21, verse 26. All these on your own time, study them. Revelation 6. In verse 13, they all talk about this. The point is, if God spoke at Mount Sinai and the earth shook, don't forget nor neglect there's a day coming when the heavens are going to shake and the earth as well. The fear and the fury in that day will be so highly elevated over the fear and fury of those of the Old Testament dealing with Mount Sinai. Can you imagine? Though the earth and heavens will perish, there will be a kingdom, thank God, that will be established that will endure. All right? So the Bible talks about that. Let's look at verse number uh, verse number 28. See, at the end of verse 27, it says that there's some things that cannot be shaken and they'll remain. Thank God, at the end of that tribulation period, Christ will set up his kingdom. He'll rule and reign for a thousand years here, the millennial kingdom, and we'll rule and reign with him. Verse 28 says, Wherefore, we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptedly, acceptably with reverence and godly fear. And I like what he says, for our God is a consuming fire. So here's another argument. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven cannot be moved. Now, if you look at this in verse 26 and 27, references made to the heavens and earth being shaken. And here the Bible says it cannot be moved. It's talking about the fact that it cannot be shaken. Heaven and earth will pass away. Heaven and earth will be melted with a fervent heat, rolled up like a vesture, cast aside like an old garment. But the kingdom of heaven will never be shaken. Wherefore, let us have grace, whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. That word grace, talking about have strength, have encouragement, that perseverance. The thought is, in light of the fear of the Lord and in light of the coming of the future kingdom, be strong and keep running your race, be encouraged, and keep serving God. Don't forget this. Our God is a consuming 
fire. Run the race. Why? Because God's a God of justice. God's a God of judgment. God's a God who will delve out, if you will, what we uh, deserve because of our service, our works. God's a consuming fire. Fear the Lord. Reverence the Lord. Serve the Lord. There's a day coming when things will be shaken. There's a day coming when much that we now know and love and enjoy is going to be gone. It'll be falling apart. This world's going to melt. This world's going to be burned. This world's going to evaporate. The things of earth will grow strangely dim. It'll all be gone. All the culture, all the classes, all the, all the, all the, all the, all the, all the coins, all the money, all the things you can get in this world, all of it will be gone. But at the end of the day, there stands Jesus. At the end of the day, God's still on his throne. At the end of the day, the kingdom will still be established here on earth, and the devil will be cast into a lake of fire. God's going to win this thing. Run your race. Run it with patience. Don't you quit. Don't you sideline yourself. Don't get out of this thing. Keep on running. Don't neglect. You listen to Jesus. You obey the Holy Spirit. You listen to the message that blood that speaks better things of Abel preaches from on high. We're running this race. Jesus is at the finish line. The church is at the finish line, assembled together. We're going to a heavenly country. Run the race that is set before you. And the Bible says, don't you forget this now. Don't you refuse him that speaketh. He said, you think the wrath of God was something in the Old Testament. You ain't seen nothing yet. Now, that might be bad English, but that's pretty good preaching. You don't want to neglect the Word of God. You don't want to quench the Spirit of God. You don't want to silence the voice of God. Why? Because God is a consuming fire. Our God is a God who will judge, and He'll judge in righteousness, and He'll judge correctly, and He doesn't miss things that others might not know about. Our God sees in the shadow as well as in the sunlight, and our God will be a God that judges. Now, Paul, or whoever wrote Hebrews, the inspired man who wrote this book, is admonishing his readers, don't quit. All throughout this book, don't you quit. Don't you waver. Stay steadfast. Don't let things slip. Be vigilant. Walk. Run. Press on. Go forward. Don't back up. Don't back down. Finish your race. I want to admonish us today as we close. Let's not quit. Let's stay at it. The things of this world, don't let them entangle you. Don't you get enamored with the here and here. Let's set our affections on things above. One of these days, all of this is going to be gone. All of this is going to be shaken and cast aside. But Jesus will stand there at the finish line. Let's race toward him. Let's run toward him. Let's press toward him. He's our bullseye. He's our mark. He is our prize. Let's keep running our race. Well, join us next broadcast. We'll, can, we'll begin in Hebrews chapter 13. Until then, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.